This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free, 100% free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It couldn't be easier. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up everybody? Chris Trapasso here from cbssports.com and this is the Prospect Podcast. I am doing another what I'm calling mobile podcast recording. You're going to hear a little wind. I am currently carrying my one-year-old baby Sophie in a baby Bjorn before she outgrows it. It's about a 50-degree day here in western New York. The sun is out, a little windy, but certainly walking weather, and I think I've set a record for most walks in a year that I've ever done in my life, and we're not even to May yet. About 20 days or less away from the NFL draft, and I thought peeling back the curtain on my grading system uh, was something that I really wanted to do. You've probably seen me tweet about it a few times, just a few little hints at what goes into that grading scale and grading system, Um, but I've never spoken at length about it or even tweeted a long thread. So I figured, uh, why not talk about exactly how I grade every position But before I get into each spot on the football field, I will discuss or kind of explain. And if you hear any murmuring, that would be Sophie, who's very close to the microphone, which is my phone. Uh, I'm going to talk about how I have my whole grading system set up. Uh, I said this on a TikTok live Q&A I did a few days ago, but if you did not check that out, um, then this will be the first time you're, you will most likely hear this. Um, my grading system in general, I grade every position in five categories that I have deemed myself to be the most important traits or skills or talents to have at each position. So that is uniform. Every quarterback, running back, edge rusher, D-line, corner, all are graded in five categories. Give Sophie a little kiss because she's being so good. She's always good, actually. She's been awesome. Uh, And from that, I grade basically, I mean, in theory, it would be on a 1 to 10 scale. But really, it's on about a 7 to a 10 scale. Um, And I grade in intervals of 0.2, 7.2, 8.2, 9.2, 9.4, 9.6. You get the point. 
Um, and yeah, Sophie. Anyway, um, from that, I get a grade, but it is not just an average of those five skills. It is weighted. Most important skill that I've deemed, and certainly that would be the subjective part, and you and me could watch the same film of the same player, come away with the same observations, but ultimately come to a different grade because you might view things at, say, the wide receiver position uh, differently in terms of importance than I do. But the first most important trait or skill uh, has a 30% weight and then it drops down by 5% until we get to the least important or least valuable skill or trait, which is worth 10%. So then I figured what that will do, and we're getting a big truck here, that means that the most important trait, because it has a 30% weight, is three times more important than the least important trait. It was just a very clean way to do that. Um, obviously, no one knows how much more important a certain skill is. That seemed to make the most sense for me. So that's how I set it up, and that's the formula that is used in my grading system across every single position on the football field, all these players. I don't really scout kickers and punters and long snappers, but everyone else gets through that or is run through that uh, gamut of five categories for the position weighted 30% down to 10%. Um, and then at that point, after I've watched film assigned grades, and obviously that is the most subjective part of the grading process. Um, I get a, what I call a raw grade. So that could be say for Caleb Von Chason, that could be 8.66. At that point, um, I add what is called, what I've been calling for the last two years now, position addition. That, and I think I spoke to this on another podcast in the past, certainly tweeted about it. Um, I give Sophie her chew toy here. That I just cannot buy into big boards that have three and four and five running backs in the first round, top 40, top 50. Because that position is just not nearly as valuable as others. And it's a similar way that I weight this. Quarterbacks get the biggest position addition of 0.3 points. Um, and then it's just a sliding scale downward going all the way down to zero. Which means running backs, as you can probably imagine. And if you didn't hear that because of that gigantic truck that just went by. Running backs do not get any position addition. And all the other positions on the field have intervals that are varying but go from 0 to 0.3. Wide receivers and corners are right in the middle of that. Edge rushers are 0.15, about half as important as a quarterback. Um, and obviously that would mean that running backs or that quarterbacks would be three times as, meant as much. Sorry, another truck. This is a fun podcast. Listen for you. Um, that quarterbacks in this grading system with the position addition um, are three times as important as a running back. That seemed to make sense for me. Um, some other position additions, defensive tackles, point one, um, 
Safeties, 0.075. Tight ends, 0.05. That would be the second lowest um, in terms of importance just because they're not really blocking as much today. And even the best ones outside of the top three, the Travis Kelsey, the Zach Ertz, um, those tight ends are not really being used a considerable amount in an offense. So at that point, I assigned the position addition to the specific player based on their position, of course, add that to the raw grade. And that is where I get my final grade, which what's interesting with the position addition is that, and I've used this example for a while. This is not exactly how it is on my big board right now, but as I'm putting it back together, I'm seeing that there are a lot of quarterbacks, say, say Jacob Eason or Jake Fromm, the two quarterbacks from Washington and Georgia, respectively. They could have the exact same raw grade as, say, DeAndre Swift or J.K. Dobbins. So normally, they would be close on a big board. But with position addition, because quarterback is so much more valuable for every team than running back, they get a huge boost of .3, and the running backs, J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift, in, in this example, do not get any position addition. So when I'm done with the big board and the position addition has been included, Jacob Eason and Jake Fromm would be way higher than those two running backs. So if you are wondering when my big board comes out on April 13th, next Tuesday at CBSports.com, oh, why do you have these running backs so low? And why do you have some of these quarterbacks higher than a lot of people? Simply, or not simply, but part of the reason why they're a big part is because of the positions that they play. And you'll probably notice offensive tackles, edge rushers, corners, wide receivers, the more valuable positions after quarterback will probably be not in, not altogether, but will be pushed up a little bit more. And tight ends and safeties, um, interior offensive linemen, the somewhat of not as important or not as valuable positions will be a little bit further down my board, somewhat in clumps. I mean, the raw grade makes up the vast majority of a grade, but with the position addition, I feel like that's how I had to do it. And Saquon Barkley in the 2018 draft class um, was the reason that I decided to do a position addition with my grading system because I had him at number seven overall in the 2018 draft class um, when a lot of people had him number one, number two, and even at number seven. And I absolutely loved Saquon Barkley. But I thought, man, this is really high for a running back. And that whole draft season, there was rumors and speculation that Giants GM Dave Gettleman was going to pick him at number two overall. And that was going to be not the best allocation of a number two overall pick. Um, I ultimately didn't think he was going to do it. I thought he has to go quarterback. He goes Saquon Barkley. They get a rookie of the year season out of him. Uh, he's one of the best running backs in the league. But I would have to say that the vast majority, or have to think, that the vast majority of New York Giants fans would have wished that the Giants would have done something different than go running back in round one. So after Saquon Barkley uh, had him at number seven overall, I thought I need to have some way to scale this a little better, to tip the scales, I should say, um, to 
really favor the more valuable positions and devalue the not as valuable positions. So that's my grading system. Again, five categories for each position. Athleticism, explosiveness for running backs, contact balance, elusiveness, speed, uh, stuff like that. Those type, it's not just run defense or, uh, you know, how well they perform in certain areas. It's really traits and natural abilities or honed abilities um, is where I try to take uh, what I see on film and put it into some type of quantitative uh, score. So that's what I do for every position. And then from there, position addition, and that is a scale from zero to 0.3 quarterback being the only position that gets that big of a boost and twice as big of a boost as edge rushers that get a 0.15 addition and offensive tackles that get a 0.15 addition all the way down to running backs that do not get any position addition beyond the raw grade. So I figured with my big board coming out in just a few days, I'm gonna do some final tweaks, fine tuning over the weekend that will be out on cbssports.com Tuesday, April 13th. I figured, and hopefully in podcast form, you were able to visualize this, um, that me giving a behind the curtains look or listen, I should say, uh, at what goes into my grading system. And when you're seeing running backs a little lower, you're seeing quarterbacks a little higher, edge rushers, offensive tackles a little higher, you will know why because of that position addition. Um, I'm always willing to, to tweak and to fine tune my actual grading system. And even based on, or even from last year, I've moved around the weight of a few categories that I used to have. Even last year, I had ball skills as the most important trait that had the heaviest weight for wide receivers. That's now the second highest. I think separation and the ability to get off press is the most important trait in today's NFL, just the way that offenses are trending. Uh, so I move that. And I think uh, it's just all a moving target. Everything is constantly evolving. So to have a specific um, static grading system that you're grading on, on certain traits and certain talents uh, every single year, no matter what, would be doing it wrong. So there's a few other things that I've tweaked as well, um, but I, I'm happy with where it is today in terms of the categories, the weights of the categories. Um, certainly, I feel good with how I have graded these players, these prospects in those specific uh, positions, in those specific categories, and then my position addition as well. So you have a little insight now into what goes into my grading system. And again, my final big board, around 250 prospects for the 2020 NFL Draft will be out Tuesday, April 13th at cbssports.com. I'll also be on the Pick 6 podcast that will come out that morning talking about edge rushers and defensive linemen. All right, that'll do it for me today. I'm Chris Trapasso. This was the Prospect Podcast. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. 
It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.